thank you for tuning in to the Transformed Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast challenges us to be different from this world in which we live and to transform ourselves into the best that we can be for God. Here is your host, Caleb Rutherford. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm always grateful for your presence here on this in, in this avenue of getting the gospel out to the world. I'm so appreciative of your presence and that you take time out of your busy day. I know you have a busy schedule, and yet here you are listening to this podcast, and maybe you listen to some of the other ones within our network, maybe our joint podcast or some of the other ones, and I'm just very appreciative of all of your support and listening to this, and hopefully it's beneficial to you. As we always ask before we get into every episode, if you can, please go to whatever platform it is that you use. Give us a rating or review that will certainly benefit us and help us out greatly. Also, if you can, go to our website at scatteredabroad.org. Find out all the information that you need to know about our network. You can learn about each of our hosts and all of the episodes and podcasts that we do. Also there, you can get our articles that we put out every single month. So be on the lookout for those. Also, if you can, subscribe to our email list. Scroll all the way down to the bottom of the website. Put in your name and email, and there you will be kept up to date with everything that goes on within our network. As you know, we've been going through a study of Ephesians chapter 6, and we have been talking about transforming into a soldier for God. And to help us do that has been our distinguished and esteemed guest, Brother Jeff Archie. And Jeff, I'm grateful that you're with us again today. Distinguished and esteemed. (laughs) Neither one of us can spell it, but it sure sounds nice. (laughs) You're very kind, Caleb, and it is my honor to be part of this in our discussion together. It's been great so far. It really has. And uh, we're not yet finished. We still need to take the armor of God, the whole armor, unto us. That's right. So today, Caleb, what are we going to add? Let's talk about adding a helmet. Obviously, very, very important to a soldier and his armor, his getup. He can't go into battle without his helmet. And interestingly enough, Jeff, you know, when we think, obviously, we are removed some few hundred thousand or thousands of years from the time that they, that they use this kind of armor. And yet what's one thing that our military still uses today that they also use back then? It's a helmet. It's a helmet. Absolutely. It stays stays firm and true even back then and even to today. And so I think that's a point to make is this is so important to have. And that's something that has never changed physically. Um, And obviously, spiritually, it should never change as well. Going to Ephesians chapter 6, you know this is where our text is coming from as we've been looking through this uh, series of episodes. Paul says, take the helmet of salvation. So, Jeff, let's kick things off. What what, what do you think about this? Well, let me give a modern day and I'll swing back quickly. Sure. Think about the importance of a helmet to a motorcycle rider, Mm. the helmet to a bicycle, a bicycle rider, Mm -hmm. a helmet in so many ways. And just like with now and going back then off the bat, I think how the, the helmet protects our head or our thinking. Now notice the phrase and take the helmet of salvation which means lay hold of. Mm. So we are to lay hold of the helmet of salvation, and salvation continues to be our choice. Some say, well, you can't fall. Well, the Hebrew writer said in Hebrews 3.12, to take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. So it continues to be our choice. 
Now let's think about this and a little bit of review of what we'd mentioned in an earlier podcast. Jesus is our author of eternal salvation, Hebrews 5, 9. He is our captain, Hebrews 2, 10, if we obey him. So obviously we make the choice to obey the gospel. Everybody has had a choice to obey the gospel of Christ. That's right. Mark 16, 16, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Well, what about the one that doesn't believe? He'll be condemned. Okay. So there it is. We make a choice to remain faithful to the gospel. That's Revelation 2.10. And we would also add 1 Corinthians 15.1-4. The gospel that saves us, the gospel wherein we stand. And we can make a choice otherwise to leave off our helmet of salvation and be lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned that from Demas. 2 Timothy 4 and verse 10, as well as Philemon 24, on one hand, Demas hath forsaken me, but other passages, Demon sends you greetings. Right. So there's a change there. Right. Uh, and so when we think about that, the helmet of salvation, we want to protect our thinking mm. and to keep in mind the salvation we have in Christ. Right. Yeah, our, our mind is so important, isn't it? Because it's it's how we think. It's the it's the way that we that, that we come to our decisions um, in this life. It's how we react, how we remove, and it's so important that we make sure we protect the mind because from the mind comes all of our actions in this life. Everything that we do comes from the way that we think about it, the way that uh, that, we, that it molds around in our, in our mind and the, and the decisions and choices that we make. So it's so important um, that, that we make sure we, we put the right things in our mind and then we protect our mind by not allowing certain things to come into the mind. I think it's kind of the same sentiment we talked about with the heart and the breastplate of righteousness. We make sure the right things go in, and we make sure that certain things do not come in um, so that we can be able to better discern how to live and how to act for our God in heaven above. Now, we talked about faith in our last episode. We talked about um, the shield of faith, how important that is um, to a to a soldier's armor, to, and even and now to us as Christians um, in our daily walk in in our battle against our enemy. But just like the topic of faith, there really is a lot of confusion among those in the religious world on the topic of salvation, and that is because there are so many individuals, so many uh, so many men who have come up with all of these other different ways, all of these other different things that we have maybe never thought of before, um, who, who, and they try to bring in their own wisdom and their own knowledge. And I'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, but Jeff, how can we know what true salvation is? If someone out there has never heard of the church, they've never heard of the gospel, how would they know? Because there's so many things to have to sift through in this in, in our religious world. How do we know what true salvation is? Well, we'll allow the scripture to answer in Acts 4 and verse 12. There is salvation in none other. Mm. There is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So salvation is in Jesus Christ. Let me turn to Christ. What can I do to learn? Romans 1.16. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. I'll go to verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, for as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So I understand now that the gospel is the message that I am to hear. 
1 Thessalonians 5, 9, God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. So that would be salvation by Christ through his gospel. Let me go to 2 Timothy 3, 15. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which were able to make you wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. So now I see faith is involved. And then Hebrews 5, beginning with verse 8, Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect or complete, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all that obey him. So when I put it all together, true salvation is in Christ through his message of the gospel. By faith, I learn of him, and when I obey Christ and obey his gospel, therein is true salvation. Absolutely. You know, I, it's, it's so simple, and I've said this before, uh, and I'll keep saying it. The gospel is so simple, isn't it? It is so perfect. It's so, uh, it, it, anybody can understand it, um, and but man wants to change it. Man wants to complicate it and make things the way that he wants to. And so if we would just go, as I said before, and as Brother Brother Whitaker has said, if we would just go back to the Bible, if we would just look at his word and just see how pure, how unadulterated it is, then certainly it would make our lives so much easier uh, to, to live in this world, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. And it would. And Caleb, let's add here, as we've mentioned, Brother Whitaker, we're referring to Rob Whitaker and the great work he does right. through House to House, our brothers and friends at House to House, in their school of evangelism that he takes to congregations, and he uses a great study tool and encourages us to call back to the Bible. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, folks may have an interest in that. Mm-hmm. So if, if you say, hmm, that's interesting, can I find out more? Well, again, send us a message, yeah. scatteredabroad.org. And, uh, and and we'll tell you more about it. Absolutely. And his plan is so simple because he literally takes you back to Scripture. He shows you and proves to you, here's what the Bible says, and here's all that you need to know. We don't need to look at everybody else and look at the world and see what our world says. You know, um, I, I've, re- I've been reading, I've actually read through it twice, and I'm reading through it again, um, Brother Joe Wells' book, and you know Joe very well, mm-hmm. Brother Joe Wells' book, Game Plan. And he talks about um, children today kids today, teens today, how they are influenced by two main things. Number one, by family. And then number two, by by culture, by our world. Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes we look to this world for the answers that we could find within Scripture. But we just don't want to go to Scripture a lot of times. And we need to make sure that we look at the Bible and understand this is the answer for life. Jesus said that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And we need to look to him for those answers um, in this life. You know, we're talking about salvation. We're talking about this helmet of salvation that we have to add. Uh, that's what Paul is exhorting the brethren at Ephesus to do. I think about passages like Psalm chapter 3 and verse 8, going into chapter 68 and verse 20, Revelation 19 and verse 1, all these different passages. We know that God certainly is a God of salvation. We mm-hmm. talked about earlier, he's a God of peace. He's a God of love, joy, grace, mercy, but he is also a God 
of salvation. Mm -hmm. And we know he wants all men to be saved. We can read about that. First Timothy chapter two and verse four, second Peter chapter three and verse nine. We know that certainly he is not partial, Mm -hmm. that he is not, he does not um, create some men to be saved and some men not to be saved. There is nothing like that, but rather every single individual has the exact same opportunity to come to know him through his son, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So how do we help people around us in this world? see the need for that? How do we show them the need for salvation? Well, I think what we can see is a great example of Philip and the eunuch in Acts the 8th chapter. When Philip ran to that chariot, he asked a question, do you understand what you're reading? And so we can find individuals who have that initial interest. We had mentioned about Brother Whitaker and his work, and one of the things he says is one way to begin to seek those who are interested is to look on our church pews. Mm. A lot of people that come, that have an interest, that want to learn more. And uh, and I have spent time with people that, you know, it's great to have you here. Hey, let me ask you something. Would you be interested in studying the Bible? Right. And, you know, you get the answer and you work with them. So a good example is Philip and the eunuch in Acts 8. Philip found the right interest. He was sitting there reading the prophet of Isaiah. He asked the right questions, and we see the eunuchs obedient to the gospel. Now, Caleb, there's much more that we could expand that time would not allow, but if we take a look at Philip and the eunuch in that example, that's how we are able to help others around us to see the need to be saved mm-hmm. or to help help them with those – let me try this again. Help <laughs> them with their answers to the questions of which they're searching. Sure. And we do that with the Scripture. Sure, absolutely. We must go to the Scripture. And and within Scripture, we find out that we know that God's not partial. He loves all men equally. He wants all men to have the same opportunity. But we also have to understand that we can't save ourselves either. We have mm-hmm. to look to God. We have to rely on the one who created us and who has given us this opportunity to spend our eternity with him in heaven. And we know that there's sin in this world. We know there's evil. We know the devil is there. Thus showing that there is a standard because Mm -hmm. there's evil in this world. There is a standard. Otherwise, how would we know that it's evil? How do we know that it's wrong? So we know that there's a standard and that standard is God given. It's given to us by the word and we must adhere to it. And we must look to it, to the Bible to see how we ought to live and know how we can be saved, how we can come into contact with that salvation. And we talk about the mind. We know that obviously a helmet is there to protect the mind. It is there to protect everything that goes on within the brain, within the way you think. Um, it's so vital. It's so important to us as Christians. So how do we keep our minds pure? How do we keep them wholesome before God? Because we know that the things that come into our minds can distort and dilute the way that we think. So how do we keep our minds pure and wholesome before our God in heaven? Let's allow the Apostle Paul to answer that in the best way I know. Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. That's how we keep our minds pure and wholesome before God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jeff, we've got we've got a couple of minutes here. Let me let me go back to let me go back to something real quick. 
you mentioned, uh, or rather we talked about those helping those around us see the need for salvation. We talked about how it's so important to show them, but people in our world today, they, it's hard to get them to understand that. It's hard to get them to, to see the error of their way and to show them that the Bible is the only way, the only thing that we can live by. What are some ways that we can we can have and, and show to, to try to show them, look, how, here's what you're doing wrong. How do we do that in, in a loving way, in a peaceful way? Because, again, I think I mentioned a couple episodes ago, we can try to do the right thing but do it in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that will push people away and they won't have anything to do with us mm-hmm. uh, and with the church. So how do we do that in in a way that is effective um, yet without compromising the truth? You know, that's an interesting thought. Have you thought about that we can take that thought and go to the Bible and see what God has to say. Mm, absolutely. I've just answered your question. Absolutely. So you played right into me here. <laughs> you know, have you thought about this? That's interesting, but have you thought about this? Sure. Uh, well, I understand baptism is not essential. Well, that's interesting, but have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. And then point right back to the Scripture. The sincere soul will look unto the sincere Scripture. Mm. And they will become more interested, and they will have the salvation that is in Christ Jesus. Right. You know, I you, you talk to a lot, and I've noticed this when I talk to individuals about the Bible. They, if they're if they're sincere, then they're going to search for it. But if they're not, then you're going to tell very quickly that they truly don't want to know what you have to say. They more, and I think in some sense, want to just prove you wrong Mm -hmm. and show how they're right. And so you certainly can see the sincerity of individuals when talking about uh, the scriptures. You know, we've talked about salvation. We've talked about the mind, how it's so important. As individuals, as Christians, we must protect our minds. It's what we use to defeat sin. It's what we use to defeat the devil around us. It's it's based on the choices that we make. You wake Mm -hmm. up every single day. And you have choices every single day to make. And again, it goes back to the idea of, will this make me more like my Savior? Is this choice, is this is this choice of words, this choice of clothes, this choice of activity, is it going to make me more like my Savior? And we can go internally about our minds and thoughts. Is it going to make me more like Jesus? And that's a question that we need to ask about everything that we do in this life. Jeff, again, I thank you so much for joining us for this episode. I'm looking forward to our last couple that we have together. Sounds good. Let's do it. And until next time, absolutely keep listening. <laughs> Appreciate it very much. Again, if you're listening, thank you so much for listening. And as always, don't conform, but transform. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. That's the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Remember, You can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.